I'm Mark Ficciani. Welcome to Forge Your Path. To see the type of impact he's been able to have on the lives of his athletes is really inspiring. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Forge Your Path podcast. I'm really excited to share this one today, and this one just landed right in my lap. I mean, you just have to love it when you're out there living your life and someone shares a message with you and the timing couldn't be better. So this is exactly one of those scenarios. So I'm going to pause here and paint the picture for you of how this landed in my lap, and I just think... If you're someone out there who is looking for a message to up-level your life and get more out of your days, get more out of your own performance, to me, this reminder was just one of my favorites. So can't wait to share it today. So we're here in what I would call the closing stages of my daughter's soccer season. They've been playing since probably August and practices began. We're a couple months underway here. And now we're, we're really getting into November and God bless my daughters. They're twins. And if anybody here is a parent of twins and they know exactly what I'm talking about, it doesn't matter what's happening in the house. And it doesn't matter if both of them are having extreme success or extreme failure and disappointment. At the end of the day, everything is always going to be a competition. As much as we say it isn't, they're always going to compete with each other. So I'm laughing as I hear them saying different things. They're looking at their grades and they're comparing how they're doing against one another. And my one daughter says, oh my gosh, I'm beating Annie by 0.1. And, and I say, Lily, it's not a competition. And she says, oh, but it's a competition. So it's just funny to me. They always are going to define themselves, not just how they're doing in general. There's always going to be this baked in element of how am I doing versus my sister. Maybe that's going to serve them well in life in some way because they're always going to try to achieve to do well. But on most days, I feel like this is counterproductive because sometimes one is up and the others down, where I just want them to achieve on their own and do the best they can. It's not about a competition with one another. But at any rate, this example kind of falls right in the realm of that. So we're in the middle of soccer season. And as it turns out thus far this year, uh, as they both are playing for a U14 club team, my one daughter, Annie, happens to be getting more playing time than my other daughter, Lily. So the season's unfolding, and in the last several games, she's been bemoaning her lack of minutes. So it's game day, and it's a Sunday, and a friend of mine at work, a colleague named Bob Dolan, sends me this message. Because every Monday when I come into work, and, and I, I happen to lead, co-lead, I should say, along with our CEO, I lead a Monday morning sales meeting. And I always come in and bring a message to the team. Sure, we go over the numbers. And I always try to bring something, though, that's going to be something motivational, something positive, something that's going to have connection to the week ahead. So he said, Mark, 
you might like this message. I just saw this and I thought of you. And when I read it, I laughed out loud because I thought, what perfect timing. So here's the story. Now that I've given you more than enough background and you're like, Mark, get to it already. So here we go. Back when Tom Brady was at the University of Michigan, you may not know that he even went to University of Michigan, but when he was there in his first two years, he was not a happy camper. Tom Brady was low on the depth chart. And as a matter of fact, he was mired not as the second string, not as the third string. He was actually the fourth string quarterback. And if you know anything about football, there's only going to be so many repetitions in practice of what you get. So as a result, it's challenging because if you're only getting a few reps, then you're not necessarily getting enough practice to get better. And that's exactly where Tom Brady was. So he's unhappy with this situation and he thinks he should be getting more playing time. He thinks he's deserving of more playing time. So what happens? What happens when anybody doesn't get what they want? One realm is I'm going to work harder. I'm going to show the coaches that I'm worthy. But most of the time, the opposite happens. Most of the time, people end up complaining and they turn inward and they turn sour. And they start talking about what their worth is and how they're deserving of a better opportunity. So Tom Brady is in that exact mindset. And so he's unhappy with his playing time. He's unhappy with his coaches. And he's unhappy with Michigan. He's thinking about transferring. So he goes to get referred to a sports psychologist. His name is Greg Harden. And Greg Harden gives him a mindset shift. And he says, Tom, you're looking at this completely wrong. You're only getting two reps in practice? Fine. Go out there for those two reps and make those two repetitions that you get the best possible reps that you can possibly get. Can you make those two reps perfect? Can you bring your full energy and intention to those two reps? Can you be grateful for those two reps and go out there and make those count? Instead of all the what I'm not getting, what the other quarterbacks are getting, what the coach should be doing, can you focus on you instead of everyone else? Can you focus on those two reps? So what did Tom Brady do? He digested that feedback. And he decided to do exactly that. So he said when he got his two reps, he ran out there in the huddle with great energy and said, all right, let's go, boys. And he got fired up and he ran in there as though he was going to lead the final drive of his team to win the Super Bowl. He put that much importance on the two reps. So what happened? Well, I'm sure some people probably had thoughts of who's this kid Brady and like, well, who does he think he is? But he didn't really care about that. He said soon, because he performed well in his two reps, the two reps became four. And then over time, those four reps became eight. And the eight became 10. So after that year, guess what happened? Tom Brady became the starter as a junior. So he went from very deep in the depth chart to becoming a starter. And he started two years at University of Michigan. But 
only starting two years, he was once again overlooked. And he was the 199th pick in the NFL draft. And he went to the New England Patriots. And guess what? Guess where he is once again? He's buried at the bottom of the depth chart. So what does he do? He takes the same approach. He gets limited repetitions, but he said, I'm going to make these count. And he brought that full intentionality. He brought that full energy into every rep. And by the end of the season, he was the number two quarterback. He's the backup behind Drew Bledsoe. And as you may or may not remember, in that fateful season, Drew Bledsoe was injured in a playoff game. So what happened? Tom Brady stepped in. They won the game. And they went on, under Brady's leadership, to win the Super Bowl. They went on to upset the defending champion St. Louis Rams in an upset. And Tom Brady's legacy was beginning to be forged. Rookie sensation, quarterback, winning a Super Bowl. And, of course, the rest was history. Now, when I say the rest is history, I don't mean Tom Brady stopped having to work. He's a guy that kept bringing every rep that full intentionality, that full energy. He's the guy that if you heard about him late in his career, it's springtime in March when no one's there. He's there at a Friday night at 7 p.m. getting his repetitions in. He's doing his work. He loved putting that full energy in every repetition and making it count. It's no reason why anybody can't do that. And it also explains why the guy had the most unbelievable longevity in his career. He went on to win a record seven Super Bowl championships because he mattered and focused on each of those reps. Each one he made count. So here's the message today. Here's the message for my daughter. If you don't like the fact that you're getting these couple minutes of playing time, what can you control? You can control your attitude and you can control your energy. So whether you, if you only go out and play four minutes, do your damnedest in those four minutes. Go out and make those four minutes count and make something happen. Don't go out there and hunt your shoulders and just jog out there as though you're entitled to this playing time and you should be getting more. Do something special in those four minutes. Bring your full energy and attitude to making something happen. So if you're that person out there, maybe you feel as though you're worthy of a promotion and you haven't gotten one yet. Maybe you're a high school student athlete listening to this or a college athlete and you're not happy that you're a backup or you're not getting enough minutes. Maybe you're somebody who's just looking for that next advancement and some breakthrough in another part of your life. Maybe you got a business and you're not earning the amount that you want yet. You're only at a certain income level because you're only at a certain established spot. Instead of focusing on where you're not, focus on where you are and take every opportunity and make it count. If you can bring that energy and that attitude to those minutes you get, I guarantee you, you will start to move the needle. You will start to have an impact because you are going to make it count for the minutes you have, the experiences you have, for the limiting amount you might get. You're going to make a difference. And if you can show up and put that energy in day after day, 
you're going to improve. You're going to show the people around you that you're getting better. And while you can't control everything that's outside in terms of what your bosses do or what your coaches are saying, I guarantee that you will improve and it would be extremely difficult not for someone to notice. You're going to be building skills in the process. You're going to be building intentionality and you're going to be bringing more energy to what you're doing and you are bound to move the needle forward. So if you're looking for that next breakthrough and you're stuck, instead of focusing on what you're not doing, focus on the things you can control and that is the path to your next breakthrough. So thank you, Bob Dolan, for giving me that advice and putting that in front of me because it was the perfect thing I was able to tell my daughter on that given day. And I'm going to keep encouraging her to show up and keep putting her energy into those minutes. And maybe, just maybe, she'll listen and start to change the dynamic in her favor. So go out there this week. Take advantage of the time that you do have. Put your energy in, whether you're getting only two reps or four reps or two minutes or 10 minutes, whether you're that first-year person or that veteran. If you can start putting more energy and attention to what you do, you're going to start to change the dynamic. So thanks, everybody, for listening. Best of luck this week, and get after it. Yeah.